and welcome to In the Rising podcast. My name is Bettina Brown, and I am so thankful and grateful for your time today. I created In the Rising podcast while working with hundreds of women going through cancer, and primarily breast cancer. The same conversations kept coming up. When I overcome this major event in life, I'm going to live a life like fill in the blank, whether it was their career, whether it was their relationships, or their own belief and self-worth and the life they wanted to live. And so In the Rising podcast came about, and that is what I love to share in all aspects of the wheel of life. And so I am really happy that you're here and that you're also investing time into rising up into your best life. As a physical therapist, board certified in lymphedema and wound care, I noticed there's a gap in information out there. And so I created fitafterbreastcancer.com in addition to the podcast In the Rising so that people have an avenue to gain information and also know what resources they have available to them within their community or within their country. And so I invite you to check out fitafterbreastcancer.com and read and gain and share. And so today I am really, really honored to have Vincent Todd Tolman on the podcast. He is the author of The Light After Death, My Journey to Heaven and Back. He was pronounced dead, pronounced dead to the point that he was in a body bag, being transported to the morgue as opposed to the hospital because he was dead for at least an hour. And you know what? There was a feeling of a paramedic that said, you know, he is still here. And so Vincent is here today to share his experience on the other side and how that transformed his life going forward and what his mission is to help others transform their life right now. Well, Vincent, thank you so much for your time um, and for spending it with the listeners of In the Rising podcast. You are the author, The Light After Death, My Journey to Heaven and Back, and I am very excited to speak with you after reading your book. Oh, awesome. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for having me, and it's very nice to be here with you today. Uh, and I'm just excited to talk to, to everybody about the book, about my experience, and and what we all have to, to really look forward to when it is our time to go, and my time the second time. Yes. And sometimes we, we we often use our language. Hindsight is twenty uh, twenty. If we had to do it all over again, and you have really been given that do it all over again opportunity, because you you did pass away for a substantial length of time. Even a doctor called it a miracle that your brain is working and yeah. that you're not in a vegetative state. So, do it all over again. Do you feel that your mission in life is now different than I would say the first time around? Uh, definitely. I, I feel that my mission in life the first time around before my experience was, was very, um, you know, egocentric and about my career and about the accomplishments I could make in my life and the experiences I could have. And, um, so much of that has shifted and I still enjoy those things, but they're not a priority for me. Um, the priorities for me are the relationships I build because those are the only tangible things I get to take with me. They're the only things I get to take is the relationships I build, the choices I make, um, how that makes me. And, and so that's what I focus on with, with how I live now, but very, very different than before my experience for sure. Yeah. And, you know, in your book, you were also 
talking about principles that you learned and and the 10 principles that you were given by your guide. I before we go into that, I'd like to talk about guides. Do you still feel a big connection with your guide or um now just kind of in that entire spirit like you you feel your angels talking to you like your intuition is up? So I do feel that I have a very strong guidance team. But what makes it strong or or weak for me is me. So the decisions I make, what I allow in my body, uh, both biochemical, meaning like what I eat, the medicines I take, that changes, that that turns up or turns down uh, my connection to spirit, my connection to guides. And um, even more important than the the biochemicals that I'm putting in my, or the, the foods and the, the things I'm putting in my body is what I allow myself to watch what I allow myself to listen to. These things are are even more vital for me. And, and it's so funny how, you know, energetically, so many of us are spiritual Ferraris, but yet we we pull up to the the dump and we start shoving in garbage. And we're like, why do I feel bad? Why do I feel disconnected from God? And it's because we're allowing so much garbage within us and and we're not built for that. We're just not, but yet, you know, our, our, our blessed media here that we get to have so much access to, um, that's what the garbage is for us. It's an energy garbage. And we, we just have to be very aware of that and, and being cognizant of that, being aware of that makes a big difference. It really does. I choose to, to watch programs. If I watch programs, I choose to watch programs that uplift me that celebrate talent, that celebrate skills, that celebrate great beings, you know, documentaries, that kind of thing, inspirational things. But I don't just watch things for entertainment anymore. I, um, you know, I did before the experience. I don't, uh, I don't do it near as much anymore. I'm not, I'm not perfect, but uh, definitely I strive to, to seek after things that lift me up. That's, Mm -hmm. that's uh, important for me as an energetic connection. And that raises my connection with spirit to, to answer that question, it does, it strengthens it depending on what I'm allowing myself to see. Yeah. And I, what I liked in, in your book is you talk a lot about like the frequency of, of things. Um, and when you met your wife, you could just tell she was at a higher frequency that you're, you're vibrating better together. And a lot of people have used that word in like, Oh, well, that's just woo woo. But uh, there's another author, Dr. David Hawkins, who really was talking about when we lie, we become physically weaker. He's able to break a resistance easier with someone. It is important to maintain your frequency and having emotions of higher frequency. Love, for example, puts you further than having despair and hate. Do you, when you're talking about your your spirit and your your connection, do you feel like there's a different frequency for you? Like physically you can feel that, or is that just an energy? There is, there is definitely a different frequency. Um, there's different side effects. I feel when I'm, when I'm very connected to spirit, I have to really watch my electrolyte levels and watch my hydration levels. Cause for some reason, the body wants to flush fluids when you're connected to spirit. Um, and you know, that's one little side effect that I've noticed over the years But uh, as far as frequency goes, you know, we're all carbon-based life forms, every single one of us. Um, If we're living here on this planet, we're carbon-based life forms, and we're made of atoms. And if you look at the the actual atomic structure, the the actual structure of an atom, you'll notice that when you get down to that, that atomic 
subatomic layer, that that really small layer of the atom, you look at it, it's just it's just vibrating and, and circulating energy. That's what all of us are. And when you break us down to who we physically are here, that's who we are. And when we're talking about frequency, we're not talking about woo-woo stuff. This is actually the actual vibration of the physical body. And the, the higher you can raise that, and, and I don't mean raise it on a scale of low to high. I mean it from fear to love. And when you go towards the love frequency, that's the high frequency. That's where spirit talks to you. And, and that's where you get your messages. And it's so hard when people lose somebody. It's really hard for them. And they're in this grief cycle. And they say, how come, you know, my loved one is coming to, to all my friends and family in their dreams, but they won't come to me, the one who misses them the most. And it's because you're in this grieving cycle. You, you can't get to that love frequency. And, and that's where spirit talks. And that's where we have uh, dreams. That's where we have real spirit connection, whether it's conscious or subconscious. That's where we have that connection is essentially the, the, uh, the communication structure of spirit is love. So we have to get to that love space. And, and if we can't, we, we can't connect to spirit. It's just a fact. Myself included, if I get to a space where I'm not in a love frequency, I can't get to spirit, can't connect, even though I connect daily. Um, there's sometimes I don't connect for a day or two and then I'm back, you know, I feel I'm back alive as I, as I come back into love frequency. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a beautiful structure that, that God's put for us, but it's, it's, um, it's very enlightening as you use this structure to connect and yeah. and plug in and find your divination where you receive it. Everybody receives it differently. Some of us receive it all over. Um, and, and that's a beautiful thing for us as you build that connection. Yeah. And thank you for, for explaining that way with the, the frequency from low to high being from fear to love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, as a scientist, my background is in biochemistry and I got to pull out DNA, all the stuff we see on CSI. And the more science I learned, the more I believe there has to be a God. <laughs> so I think it's not one extreme to the other. It's a combination. Um, and you talked about your experience where our life on earth is really a classroom and a learning opportunity to to grow spiritually. How would we be best to use that classroom every day? You know, um, it's so funny because so many religions out there try to teach us that life is a courtroom, not a classroom. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it's really not life is a classroom. And, and the way that we learn here is by making decisions. So to not make a decision is to make a decision. Um, It's Mm -hmm. important for us to make choices to, to, allow ourselves to create a life. We literally create the life that we live. And it's not just the environment that creates it. It's us. It's our choices. Because no matter your environment, you can rise above that environment. No matter where you were raised, how you're raised, you can, with your choices, rise above that. And I can say that um, being someone that has done that and and is doing that, um, it's it's very important for us to realize that we we are the creators of our own reality here. And that's the that's the classroom. It, and really, this is the virtual reality. And um, it's it's amazing. You get into some of these new uh, quantum experiments uh, that help us understand that in the quantum realm, and you know, you get into quantum physics, mm-hmm. you can actually change the outcome of of the 
molecular structure with just your thoughts and intentions. And this is provable, triple blind provable, that just your intention changes the outcome of the atomic structure. So that means your thoughts have more power than you would ever give them uh, uh, the, the ability to have, but they do, they've, had, they've got it. So really, and the base layer of where we make the biggest difference in our own lives and the lives around us is what we allow in the holiest of temples, the temples right here. What thoughts do we allow here? That's going to change completely, completely the thoughts outside here, the reactions outside here. No matter what's going on, we can fundamentally change things around us, our environment, the people around us, our relationships. We got to begin with the thoughts, master the thoughts, and you're, you're going to master the habits, master the habits, and you're going to master the character, master that character, and you're going to master your destiny. You're going to master where you go in this life. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, people say, well, I didn't choose this and this, but your perspective on a situation can be your choice, even if it's not the situation. Yeah. yeah so we, we may not choose. And, you know, I can have a separate discussion with this, you know, takes a couple hours to get into this, but, you know, and if you step back and step away from your life and you look at the, the contract that brought you here, you're going to sign, you're going to see that your name signed the bottom and that you checked all the boxes of what you received. It, it, everything in this life is like a buffet. We step up and we we choose the things we want. And I know that's very hard to accept from this perspective, from the perspective of living inside the virtual reality. That's really hard to accept that I would choose uh, to be raised in an abused family, to, to be raised uh, in a really hard environment. But you know what? Um, I did choose that. I know that now from my experience um, because... It makes me who I am today. That's how I know I chose it. And um, what we can choose here, though, is how we react to those things around us, how we allow ourselves to be. And that's where the the, the power lies for us, is, is what we choose to react to, what we choose to not react to. And I would I would venture to say, don't react to anything. Don't let anything make you have a reaction because... Anytime you have a reaction, you're giving the power within, you're giving it away to what's happening around you. Yeah. And you master that power. You have that power. So maintain that power and keep that power. Don't give that power to anybody. I don't care if it's somebody who cuts you off or says something really mean or, or fires you. Don't give that power away. Keep yeah. your dignity, keep your love, and you keep your power. You always keep your power. You get to choose daily what goes on up here. No matter what's going on out here, you get to choose what goes on up here. And, you know, the the easiest way to not make a choice what goes on up here is really dive into this. Dive into this. This is the crutches for the psychoses. This is the crutches for the consciousness. Um, by diving into technology, you're not making decisions. And then when it does come time to make decisions with your thoughts, you don't, you don't know how you just yeah, react. You're, you're constantly reacting, constantly handing your power to others. And, and what would that be like driving a car and constantly grabbing someone just saying, here, drive this car. It's, it's, you're not going to get where you want to go. And you're going to be constantly in accidents. You're going to be constantly finding turmoil. Every time you hand your power away, 
you're allowing others to direct your life, not you. So it's yeah. really empowering to understand that simple principle, very simple principle. Thank you for sharing that. We have less than a minute left and I have one question. I know that your death experience was on January 18th. We are in January right now talking. In what way do you celebrate or acknowledge that 18th? So, um, you know, I, I, I celebrate a death day party. Okay. And um, I just had my 20th death day. So I'm I'm almost legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it, I, I celebrate it because um, it is the beginning of my second life. And um, officially, that's that's technically the 21st, because that's when I was I came out of a, wow. a three day, three day brain dead coma. Um, but but, you know, I do celebrate both days, the 18th and the 21st, for the fact that um, the day I I died and the day I rose out of that that brain dead coma um, is as two very very life changing things for me and and the fact that I was revived out of a body bag and and dead for for at least an hour maybe two they know for at least an hour maybe two and um, there there's all sorts of miracles around us daily. And one precious medic who listened to the intuition of God, he said that he felt um, he felt this presence that that said I wasn't gone. And I witnessed that myself for that. He felt that and he took some miraculous actions and 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 went ahead and resuscitated a dead body when it all signs, all science said that yeah. that's not possible. He did yeah. it anyway because he felt the prompting he felt that inspiration. So, you know, I'm so grateful for um, people that listen to inspiration, listen to intuition, because that's why I'm here. And that's what is my goal is to help people get a better connection with that, get a better connection with intuition, get a better connection with inspiration in their own lives. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's really been a pleasure speaking with you, the author of Life, The Light After Death, My Journey to Heaven and Back. Um, best wishes to you and continue to inspire people because that is what you do. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Bettina. I really appreciate the the opportunity to chat with you today. And if uh, people want to follow what I do, I, I do have a website called livinggodslight.com. Again, that's livinggodslight.com. It, uh, it's a place where we're building kind of a community, kind of like your own, where it's a um, a, a community of, of um, minds that are uh, like-minded, that want a better world for this planet and a better place, and they want to help build that light upon the earth. So yeah, um, thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate the chance to talk with you. It's been a pleasure. So sometimes when we've gone through an event in life, we can call that event the changer. You know, there was the before and then there's the after. And often in life, there are many of those changer moments. And I would consider death like a final changer. But to be able to come back and share your experience and really pour your heart. And you can tell that when you read his book, and I could really feel it in the conversation. He is on a mission to help us live our best life now and to live a life of service into creating better and serving our community. And our community is serving us. And so I really look forward to uh, your comments. Please email me at Bettina at InTheRising.com, or you can also go to InTheRising.com website and read blogs uh, regarding other people, and you can listen to podcasts there as well. 
It would be my greatest honor if you would leave a five-star review for this podcast and help share the word. You never know what a message like this, put in the hands and ears of those that I'll make a change for, will do for them, and then the ripple or butterfly effect from then on. And until next time, let's keep building one another up.